Hello, my gamers and tax evaders alike. How we going? How we going, guys? I don't think that's something people say. I don't think people say how we going. <clears throat> I'm again recording this video early in the week. Today is Wednesday! Normally I record these on Friday, but here I am on Wednesday. Uh, you know, this past weekend I was in Texas. Uh, Thursday to Sunday, so I had to record it on fucking, on Thursday before I flew out. And I'm actually flying again tomorrow, because today's Wednesday. I'm flying Thursday to Saturday night to Charleston, South Carolina, because I had a, uh, death in the family, so I'm going to a funeral down there. Um, so I need to record this earlier and try and get it, get it out on Saturday on time. So I'm recording it now. And, like, I, you know, th this doesn't affect you in the slightest, but I'm thinking about it, you know? It's not like this is something that you need to know at all. It, it has absolutely zero effect on your life listening to this podcast, knowing that I'm recording this, like, two days early. It barely has an effect on the podcast. It's stupid to even fucking bother bringing it up. But, yeah, so I spent this past weekend in Texas doing apartment hunting. You guys saw that video. Um, what I didn't really talk about or go into too much in the video was how fucking stressful it was in, in certain ways. It wasn't like, oh my, oh, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. It was just kind of annoying because we would go to, uh, you know, I, I scheduled appointments ahead of time. I scheduled eight appointments ahead of time saying like, do you have anything available? Two bedroom, two bath? Yes, you do. At this time, okay, cool, can I schedule a tour? And so I'd come in, schedule a tour and stuff, and then there were multiple that were like, yeah, we actually don't have anything available for a two-bed, two-bath. I'm like, but you told me you did! What is that shit? They literally told me that they did, so it's whatever, it's fine. It was just obnoxious to go in there, we drive over, and they're like, yeah, like, fuck off, go eat shit and die. You know, do, do coke out of my fucking asshole, you bitch. That's what I think of you. You're fucking nothing. You're an idiot. You fell for my fucking booby trap. I don't know. It's just, they, they, they're, they're fucking wasting my time with that shit. But it's fine. It's whatever. I don't care. Because it did work out. I found one of the uh, apartments that I actually scheduled a tour with. And that was the other thing. It was that we didn't go to just eight. We went to like probably fucking double that. Like 16, if not more than 16 apartments while I was out there. Maybe around 16. I don't know. It was a lot of fucking apartments. Just because most of them you can just walk in and request a tour and they'll give you one. But here's the other thing though. Is that for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the time of year. I don't know if it's... The location, I don't know what it is, but they had, like, no two-bedroom apartments to tour. I We probably went to, like I said, around 16 different fucking apartment complex, complex, to, I, complexes, not complex, complex. Went to, like, 16 different apartment complexes, and we only toured, ooh, some lightning. You guys might hear that. We only toured, hopefully I don't lose power, that would suck. We only toured a total of maybe, like, five apartments page would know pa page and i would you know she she'd know but we we only toured like five or six different apartments and there there was oh my god so many of them were so fucking shit <laughs> they were so outdated there was that one that we saw in the video where they don't have any fucking um wall you know a little like a switch on the wall what a, a switch they don't have any wall switches 
it was all like pulling on it. And I'm like, that's, you know, it's whatever. Do that with a fan. But, you know, like that's just not something that you see in like a house that was built in the past 30 years. Everybody has fucking switches so that you can just hit it on the wall when you walk into the room and the boom, the light's on. But they had a like, you know, fucking pull, pull. You just tug on it like a fucking cock. It's stupid, super out, out of date, and like every fucking apartment, I know this is like first world problems right now, but every fucking apartment was like, oh yeah, we have washer dryer connections, so that means that you either buy your own washer and dryer and plug it into there, which is a fucking hassle because, you know, most of these places are up several flights of stairs, so you have to get them transported up several flights of stairs. None of these places had fucking elevators, and... You know, what are you going to do with it afterwards? You, you're going to, like, find a new... You're going to bring it to your next apartment? Or are you, you going to, you know, find a house and move them into your house? But a lot of houses come with a washer and dryer already. So it's like, what the... F Ooh, you guys had to have heard that. That was loud thunder. It's raining hard here. Um, It's like, what the fuck am I wasting my money buying this washer and dryer for? Fucking stupid. But luckily, the apartment that I found um, actually has built-in washer and dryer units, which is so fucking... I'm, see, I'm going to be working a lot, and I've brought this up. I'm going to be working 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. four days a week, and 8 a.m. to, like, 5 p.m. on Friday, basically. When am I going to have time to do laundry? Do you know how much more convenient it's going to be to have a fucking laundry, laundry units in my, in my apartment? Wildly more convenient. That's what it is. It's gonna be So that was kind of like a must for me and so it worked out this apartment is very nice At least the one that we toured it was the um, you know the unit that they leave very clean and nice uh, So that people want to move there, you know, they, they the touring unit whatever you fucking I don't know what you call it But so I, I'm assuming the one that I end up moving into is going to still be nice but not as nice because people actually live in it or have lived in it. But I'm really excited about that. Um, although there is some shit that's been going on with the uh, company that I'm going to be working for is telling me that there's potential that I won't actually be starting in September. It could be that I'll be starting in October, which I, I really don't want to go into it too much. Because um, I, I guess that'd be a little unprofessional. But I will say it is a little obnoxious. The fact that I was supposed to be starting in the uh, beginning of August in a couple of weeks and then they changed it to September, so uh, several fucking weeks. And now they're telling me that it might potentially be over two months until I start working. And I've already put a deposit on the apartment! I've already put a deposit on the department, which wasn't a crazy amount of money. It was $250. But, you know, if I have to change my plans, that is now $250. Well, technically $300 out of my own pocket that I've paid. So that sucks. It's inconvenient. But, you know, whatever. This whole podcast is just turning into me having fucking first world problems. Oh, God! The horror! The fucking horror! I want to talk about irrational fears. That was something I was thinking about earlier. Do you guys have any irrational fears? Let me know in the comments if you do. I'll tell you what, I have a lot of irrational fears. Although, I, I can usually rationalize away uh, any new fears that I start to develop. There's ones 
that I just really can't deal with. One that I used to have was wind. I, I would work as a lifeguard and there'd be windy days and I would get horrible fucking anxiety. Like, like, uh, what, what do they call it? Like anxiety of death. I don't know. I was like fucking seeing visions. The wind would be like blowing on the umbrellas. And then I'd start to picture the wind picking up and pulling these umbrellas out of the fucking stand and they just fly away and they're gone. And then I started like extrapolating that out. I'm like, oh my gosh, it could blow a building over and the building's just gone. This natural force of nature that we can't control, we can't predict, we just have to accept it. It could come in and topple buildings, destroy our entire civilization, blow us away, destroy us. And that was all from just like a fucking breezy day while I was working as a lifeguard. <laughs> Please check on your local lifeguards. They might be having fucking existential dread. That was what I was trying to think of. Um, but one of my, my, I would say my biggest semi-irrational, semi-rational fears is the ocean. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that fear. Uh, there's something just so inherently fucking creepy about the wild, deep blue. You can't see what the fuck is going on. I'm getting, I'm freaking myself a little out a little bit, and I've barely even gotten into it. You can't see what's below, like, 10 feet of water, so, oh my god, I'm giving myself the chills. I'm genuine, like, I'm genuinely fucking terrified. Like, you know, you know I, I, I see those, uh, you watch, like, the Titanic or like a movie about uh, Pearl Harbor or something like that. And, you know, Pearl Harbor is not as bad because they're not like trapped all the way out in the middle of the fucking ocean. They're in a harbor. But still, um, you see these people in the fucking Titanic that are falling off the ship into the middle of the deep blue freezing cold ocean. You don't, I have to look around. I don't know what the, I feel like a shark's gonna pop out of my closet and chomp down on my fucking neck. That's how irrational my fear of the ocean is, is that I think a sea monster is gonna come out of my fucking closet. Cause that's where they're known to hide in, in, in people's closets. Miles away from the shore or any lake. <laughs> such a fucking idiot um you just don't know what's down there i mean we have a decent idea of what's down there you know there's no fucking megalodons megalodons are extinct you know there's no megalodons but i'll tell you what there is great white sharks i'm gonna pull up a picture of one of these fuckers you guys won't be able to see it but i will great white shark if it would load there we go these motherfuckers are so exceptionally big they're way bigger than you think they are the mass it says it's anywhere between 1200 to 2400 pounds as an adult and as far as length goes females will be between 15 to 21 feet long and males will be between 11 to 13 feet long 15 to 21 feet long i mean at, at the low end it's like three times the size of like any human, you know, or not any human, uh, very small humans. Like I'm looking at these fucking pictures right now. You know, I don't think they could get you in one bite, but they could sure as shit try. They're just fucking crazy because they're literally just big fish with crazy fucking sharp teeth. 
I mean, just, like, look at the fucking jagged teeth that these fuckers have. And I think one of the, the parts that freaks me out the most about them is their fucking disturbing, fully black, empty, soulless eyes. Fucking soulless. These guys are scary as fuck. But it is incredibly irrational to be scared of sharks because I think there's only, like, Th three shark attacks per year or something like that uh, that that doesn't sound right let me look that up let me fact check myself how many shark attacks per year in 2020 worldwide the total of 57 confirmed confirmed unprovoked cases was lower than the most recent five-year average of 80 incidents annually there were 13 shark-related fatalities this year, 10 of which were confirmed to be unprovoked. So, is that talking about 20? Okay. So, in 2020, only 10 people were killed by sharks unprovoked. 10 people were killed by sharks unprovoked. How many fucking people are there on Earth? 7 fucking billion? Something? I mean, it's it's somewhere between 7 and 8 billion fucking people. The odds that you get killed by a shark are so astronomically fucking low, it's basically, you can almost classify it as impossible. Technically, it is possible, but the odds of it happening are so insanely small, you, it's not even a fucking concern. There are so many things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis that have a higher probability of killing us than getting attacked by a shark, than a shark killing us. You know, standing on a ladder, you know, driving in your car, letting the sunlight hit your skin, possibly giving you melanoma or whatever. You know, the every all these fucking things that we do every single day, you know, shoveling snow, I don't know. We do all these things and there is a much higher chance that this will kill us. Yet we're not terrified by the concept of, uh, of walking outside and, and, you know, shoveling dog shit out of our backyard. You know what could, ha could happen in your backyard? You get mauled by a fucking bear. How many people die a year from bears? How many people a year do bears kill? See if there, we can even get a number on this. Bear attacks. Wiseaboutbears.org. Huh. Um. Oh. Hmm. Black bears have killed 67 people across North America since 1900. That's not worrying at all. That's fucking less than one person per year. That's like 0.5 people per year. But there's got to be other bears that are much like. How many do a, does a fucking what are they, grizzly bears? How many people a year do grizzly bears kill? It's got to be higher. The attack rate is about 40 attacks per year globally, with 11 attacks per year in North America. Eight. Really? I'm shocked by that. I'm fucking shocked. So it's kind of like, I mean, I guess you are more likely to get attacked by a shark than a bear, right? That can't be right. These numbers must be wrong. I feel like you have a much higher chance of getting attacked by a fucking bear than a shark. I don't know. Bears are just, like, much more aggressive. And, you know, sharks might look at us and they're not going to really see food. You know? 
I don't think they really look at us and see food. But I think that a bear looks at us and goes, oh, there's my next snack right there. Nice looking fucking primate meat. Mm. I wonder if humans taste good. I've always kind of like back of my head kind of question. Like I've never met a cannibal before. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe like I would probably taste pretty good. <laughs> fucking nice marbled fat fuck. I don't know. Um, but anyway, the point is going back to it, that you don't have to be that scared of, like, a sea creature killing you, because not that many people die per year from, like, sharks in the ocean. But that is, like, one of my biggest fucking fears. Like, I, I'm telling you right now, if I fell into the middle of the ocean, like, Titanic style, I would hope that falling from the fucking ship kills me instantly when I get to the water rather than have to wade in the water for potentially a couple of hours with the chance that somebody saves me. I'd rather fucking die than have to spend hours floating in the open ocean like a fucking snack just begging to get fucking eaten. I swear to god I'm sitting here feeling like I'm gonna get shark <laughs> shark fins grabbing my neck. It's crazy. It's crazy how fucking scared I am of sharks. I'd say that that's probably my biggest irrational fear. And again, you know, I will say irrational because the odds of you getting attacked by a shark are so fucking astronomically low. Like, being scared, we'll call somebody, somebody having a fear of driving, we'll say, oh, he has an irrational fear of driving. But, you know, we'll say, oh, they're scared of the ocean. A lot of times people won't describe their fear of the ocean as irrational because they think that there's all this fucking propaganda that we've been fed by Hollywood about sharks. You know, when they did the movie Jaws, they went on a fucking propaganda campaign against sharks. Believe it or not, they literally went on a fucking propaganda campaign against sharks to drum up fear of sharks so that more people would go and see the movie Jaws. That's true. I heard it in a YouTube video, so it must be true. <laughs> that's, that's my fucking source. I, I watched a YouTube video talking about it. I didn't fact check this at all. But here I am standing here going, this is a fact, guys, because some random fucking person in a YouTube video <laughs> said that this is true. God, I'm so fucking gullible. I mean, I, I do believe that it's true because I don't see a reason to make this up. But um, I heard a statistic. I, I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast. Let's Let me see if I can find this. How many people do or how many rather that's oh jesus christ what the fuck i killed google.com i accidentally opened shit hold on <laughs> give me a, i'm an idiot how many sharks do humans kill per hour let's see about this per hour it is estimated 11,416 sharks are killed by humans every single hour 11, you know what? I'm getting a phone call. I need to pause this. I'll be, yeah. 
Apologies, that was uh, the apartment complex that I put my deposit in calling me, reminding me that I need to give them my ID and also the offer letter, which I, I won't be getting an offer letter for a couple more weeks because stuff is complicated right now. Anyway, um, we're talking about fucking sharks, man. Sharks. We kill so many fucking sharks per year. You know what I say? If we're killing 11,416 sharks every single hour, they deserve to get a couple of us every year. They get 10 a year? They got 10 last year? Good. Fuck it. Let them have them. I'd say that that's like, you know, make up for it at least a little tiny bit. Let them have a couple of us every now and then. I think they deserve a win. With what we're fucking doing to them. Oh my god, the shit that... <coughs> Whoa. Jesus, I'm dying. Um, the shit that we get away with as humans, man. The shit that we get away with is absolutely fucking astronomical. I mean, we... When you look at some of the statistics involved with supporting a global society of, you know, 7 billion people, it's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. I've heard I've heard it said, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard it said that if the entire country of the United States uh, stopped eating meat and converted to veganism, or I don't know if it's veganism, but vegetarianism, uh, let's just go with veganism. I think that's what it was. Um, that they would have to, in order to produce enough food to feed the population of the U.S., given that we are uh, switching to veganism, you would have to convert all of the landmass of the United States and Canada to farmland, basically. I don't know if that's true, but I heard Joe Rogan say it, so it must be true. Uh, it sounds about right. I believe it. I mean, if, if you go to fucking Google Earth and you zoom in on, like, Nebraska, you go east of the fucking Rockies, and you zoom in anywhere from, like, the tip of Texas to, like, South Dakota, it is all, I shit you not, fucking farmland. It is insane how much of our country is dedicated specifically to agriculture. And these are massive fucking plots. Ma you can fucking almost see them from space. A lot of them will be just huge circles of crops within a square. It's fucking alien looking. It's crazy. It's like crop circles. Jesus, it is fucking raining hard here. We've had this thing going on since uh, yesterday it started. You know, I live here in New Jersey on the East Coast, baby. Woo! EST is B-E-S-T, baby. Let's go! If you live in any other time zone, fuck you, including my future self who will live in Central Time <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> um, the fuck was I saying? Jesus Christ, I completely lost my train of thought. Holy fuck, that was powerful. Oh, right. So there was this thing that happened yesterday. And uh, a little bit today, not as much, though. I walked out of my house to go and get lunch, maybe around, let's say, 1230 or so. And um, when I walk outside, I notice it's like kind of foggy out, like hazy. It was hazy, but I didn't know the word to say. So I was like, there's fog. 
and I'm, you know, I'm walking to my car and I kind of like look up at the sun. Sun's fucking orange. You know, it's usually the sun is shining with a brilliant yellow glow. Aura, holy shit. You guys can probably hear that rain. It's fucking loud. Um, the sun was like orange. I'm like, what the fuck? I'd never seen anything like this before. Strangest shit I'd ever seen. I'm like, that's so weird. So I go and I get my food and I come home. And I do my thing and I spend the rest of the day inside editing videos. And then I go over to my mom's house for dinner, walk out of my house, it's still fucking hazy out. And this is like 5.30, so it's been a solid five hours. And it's hot as shit, you know what I mean? It's not a day where you expect to see fog. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Weirdest shit ever. And I go, oh wow, I just hit my desk, whoopsies. I go over to my mom's house and they got the news on. And apparently, this is what they say on the news, apparently, this is happening in Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey, we are experiencing smoke that is coming from the forest fires in Oregon. Oregon. The, the opposite side of the country. From the fucking west coast. The smoke from those fires is coming all the way across the entire fucking country and settling down here and making it noticeably hazy outside. It's fucking wild. Dude, it was so it's so fucking crazy to think that you know, you think, "Oh my god, you know, Oregon is so far from the East Coast, you know?" Like, oh, a forest fire out there, that you know, that doesn't affect us. You know, it doesn't literally affect us. It didn't, you know, I, like, I, I could breathe. I wasn't, like, fucking dying outside. But I, it was noticeable. It was no, all the way across the country. You just don't think that that dis, you think that distance is, is insurmountable for something uh, natural like that. Um, but it's not. It's fucking not. <clears throat> it just shows you how big these fucking fires are over there. Makes me actually uh, empathize a little more seeing this, you know. Like, I felt bad for them, but, like, I didn't... I didn't. I, di I didn't really I didn't really think about it. I'm lying. <laughs> I put absolutely no thought into the fucking forest fires in Oregon. <laughs> Not even enough to, like, feel a tiny bit like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, I just haven't thought about it at all. I mean, it does suck, but, you know, that gave me a little perspective, you know. It, it, it did make me feel bad about it now, because I've thought about it more. So, gave me a little more perspective about it, and I just thought that that was such a crazy fucking phenomenon. That we can be affected by something so far away. And that happens. It's believed that um, there was something called the Younger Dryas. And there's a bunch of theories about what caused the Younger Dryas. But it was basically a period where um, the Earth kind of got cold again. And like went into a very, very mini ice age, I'm pretty sure which kind of like killed off a lot of plants. And if there was any society before the Younger Dryas, it killed it off and sent everybody back to the, uh, you know, the fucking Stone Age or whatever, hunter-gatherer tribes. One of the theories, I think, is that there was a uh, super volcano that went off in Indonesia. I could be very much fucking this right now. I'm sorry if anybody knows what I'm talking about. They believe that it was a super volcano in like Indonesia that went off and put so much uh, ash and smoke and everything into the atmosphere that it caused a, a couple hundred year to a couple thousand year cooling period of the earth, I think. And 
What's stopping that from happening now? It's fucking terrifying. If that happened, billions would die. I would argue, including me, more than likely. I don't know, I live in a pretty good part of the world, so I might be okay. But, ton, tons of fucking people, millions if not billions of people would die. Because agriculture would be shot through the fucking foot. Shot through the fucking foot. We would be so fucked in this scenario. I pray to fucking God this doesn't happen, at least in my lifetime. And that's why people are so fucking short-sighted. People are so fucking short. You know, Jeff Bezos went up to the fucking quote-unquote space the other day. Barely went to space. This motherfucker was up there for, what, 12 minutes? They barely went to space. We're acting like he did, but, you know. <clears throat> and what's his name? Jim, John, John Brant Branson? Brant James Brant? Whatever the fuck his name is. The Virgin guy. The guy from the Virgin Company. Um, he went up to quote-unquote space as well. You know, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And people are so short-sighted about this. They're like, oh my gosh, this is like the new, you know, fucking dick measuring contest for the billionaires. Look at Jeff Bezos. He just launched a phallic shape into space. This, this is a representation of the male feeling of insecurities and fucking this. We just need to launch fucking giant dicks into space. No, I don't think that that's what it is at all. I don't think that's what it is at all. Maybe to some degree there's some of that going on. It's just a massive dick measuring contest for billionaires. It could be. I don't think that's true. But even if it is true, does it fucking matter? Because like I was just talking about, there could be some epic catastrophe at any time. Any day, a super volcano could explode. There could be a mass coronal ejection from the sun, which would wipe out all fucking technology on Earth. Anything that's not protected like that. Oh, my computer screen's just turned off. I thought I just lost power. <laughs> scared the fuck out of me. Um, there could be an asteroid impact. Gray goo. That, that could happen. There are so many different scenarios where the entire Earth gets absolutely fucking obliterated. And you know what happens when the Earth gets fucking obliterated? The small survive. We could see reptiles rise back up, although, you know, whatever. Um, but you know what always happens in every fucking extinction event? Huh? You know why the dinosaurs aren't alive anymore? They were too big! Bigger animals don't survive extinction events. They just don't. It can't happen. And look look at yourself in the mirror. You might not be a big fat fuck like me, but you are certainly a large animal. Large animals like us don't survive extinction events. It just doesn't happen. It's rodents. It's reptiles. Small reptiles. It's insects. It's tiny fish. We don't make it. This goes for ocean creatures as well. The ocean acidifies. Fish will probably make it. You know, crustaceans will make it. Whales are fucked. Dolphins are fucked. Porpoises are fucked. They're all gone. Seals. Every fucking ocean mammal, gone if the ocean acidifies. Every single one of them. We'd be fucked. So there's this short-sighted uh, idea that, oh, all this space stuff is just... The vanity of billionaires. I don't think that that's true. I'm not being paid by fucking Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, or uh, whatever his name is, Branson. I just am a person that isn't fucking short-sighted. We need to get to space. We need to become interplanetary. Inter- 
stellar, inter-fucking galactic if we can, if that's even fucking possible for humanity. This needs to happen. Otherwise, our species dies, and you might go, oh, well, you know, what? sure, our species just dies, the Earth gets wiped out, what does it matter? None of it ever mattered. That's the point! If there's nobody left to remember us, what did any of this fucking matter? What did life matter if there's nobody left to remember? They, it doesn't even matter if they remember you specifically. You're a part of a society, a culture. Do you want your society and culture to be forgotten? No! I'm from the United States of America. I want the United States of America to be fucking remembered. I don't care if it's in a good way or a bad way. I literally don't give a shit. I just want people to write about us in the future and acknowledge our existence. They don't have to talk about me. Sure, I, I'd like it if they remembered me, but I'm not gonna, you know, ask that of the future. Whatever. I, I don't have any fucking control over that. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if I was remembered, but, you know... What's the point if everybody dies and we're forgotten? What was the point of any of it, of survival? There's no purpose if we don't survive for as long as we fucking can. So if, if getting us interplanetary requires us to deal with a little bit of a, of a dick measuring contest between billionaires, some fucking vanity project... Let's just accept that and move on. It's so short-sighted to throw out this fucking concept and be like, oh my gosh, Jeff Bezos is, he's going to space. But with his wealth, he, he could pay, he could, you know, fix the housing crisis or he could solve world hunger. No, the fuck he couldn't! No, what do you, you think throwing money at a problem fixes it? What, what has that gotten us? Look at Los Angeles. Do you know how much money they spend every single year trying to fix the housing crisis there? A BILLION DOLLARS! A BILLION DOLLARS every single year. That's their budget for the house, uh, uh, the housing crisis in Los Angeles. The, the homeless crisis, rather. And, you know, Los Angeles has just been doing a great job. Everybody knows that there are no homeless people in L.A., Definitely, LA is definitely not a complete shithole with open syringes, people shooting heroin, fucking tent cities everywhere. Los Angeles is a fucking destination. It's it's the place to be. It's definitely not a complete fucking shithole. And so, you know, yeah. throwing money at issues does not fix it. You have to actually fix it. Now, fixing it requires money, but... Just throwing money at it alone is not enough. That's been fucking proven. What is Jeff Bezos gonna do to solve world hunger, huh? We have this stupid fucking idea in our heads that all charity is good. When I don't think that that's actually the case. Um, you know, being a charitable person is good, obviously. Being charitable is a good thing. But there's a certain um, point where you're actually hurting the person that you're trying to help by being charitable. Now, I'll tell you what I mean. So, you know, think about Ethiopia. You know, what's the meme with Ethiopia? You know, people in Ethiopia don't have any food. You know, you have an empty plate, you look at it, and you go, oh, this looks like some good Ethiopian cuisine because they ain't got nothing. That's the joke. So, the United States has tried to uh, fix this, uh, the, the food problem in Ethiopia, um, which is valiant, a valiant effort. It's, it's, it's good of them to try. It's good of us to try. But... We actually cause issues. So what we would do is we would send food over from the U.S. over to there. Um, and so people would get food for free from like aid camps or whatever. And, you know, that's good. They're getting food. They're able to survive. They're able to live. 
But here's the issue is that the local farmers there were affected by this because people didn't need to buy food from the farmers. They got it for free from the America, the Americans. So the farmers fucking went out of business. They couldn't keep their farm afloat. They couldn't pay for it. They couldn't pay for workers. And so the workers lose their jobs, lose their money. And then they have to go and get onto this fucking welfare system that we've set up so that we in, over in the fucking states can just pat ourselves on the back and be like, oh my God, we're doing such a good thing. We're such good people. And have these fucking crazy charity events where you go and you dress up in a million dollar dress. They serve you $20,000 glasses of Chardonnay and everybody just pats themselves on the back. Just like, oh my God, we're doing so much much for the world. We're such good people. You know, just spending outrageous amounts of money to raise money for the poor. I never fucking understood that concept. Rich people are so fucking weird to me. People that achieve that level of success where they just have money just for days to throw around, I think it fucking changes you. I think it fucks with your head having that much money. Because every single person that ends up with that much money has inevitably become fucking weird. Look at, look at Jeff Bezos. Look at Elon Musk to an extent. Look at uh, fucking Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. They were all fucking weird. They're all weirdos. Now, um, I'm not just talking about like billionaires. I'm talking about millionaires too. Like we can see this happen with the uh, fucking streamers and shit. Like uh, look at fucking Pokimane. Something just feels off about Pokimane. Like she doesn't feel like a real person. And I think that's constantly because she's in a state of checking herself at every fucking moment to make sure that she's not saying anything controversial or, you know, triggering people, you know, or doing something that might affect one of her contracts that makes her money. And I get it. She has a lifestyle to maintain. She's got a fucking million dollar house. She lives with all of her fucking friends. I, I think she's got a company that she works for and she probably likes expensive vibrators, I would have to assume. Um, so she's got that. She's, she needs to keep that going. I get that. But um, it changes a person when you when you get to that point because you develop the lifestyle and you get terrified of losing the lifestyle. This is what I think. You get so attached to this lifestyle, you're scared that you're going to lose it. So you uh, you cling to it as hard as you can uh, just to make sure that you don't fuck up and fall off. I mean, look at how many fucking streamers and YouTubers have fallen off. And I wonder what happens to those guys. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've often wondered, what the fuck does Leafy do with himself? Have you ever thought about that? Leafy is here, you know, he went, when did he leave YouTube? 2017 or something, 2016, around then, um, he made a bag off YouTube and he fucking dipped. He left when, when, when his channel started to, to falter and die. And then when he came back, he got fucking banned. And uh, I think he's been pretty quiet since, um, but like, think about that guy. He made a fucking bag. And I think I've heard people say that he trades stocks. So he's got a lot of money right now. He's doing pretty good for himself. But I'm like, what do you do all day? Would you just play video games and follow the stock market? It sounds fucking boring. But then it's like weird to go from being a person that millions of people watch and listen to to one day you're just gone, gone, just fucking shadow in the night. You're gone. Like, what, what, do you go to Burger King? Do you get a job mopping the fucking floors at Burger King after that? You got to maintain an income, man. You got to maintain an income. But these people, it's like you're kind of in this fucked situation where 
um, if, if people look up your name, assuming that you left the internet in some sort of controversy, people will look up your name and they'll find this controversy and they're not going to hire you at like a good job. But if you go and you work at fucking McDonald's, they're not going to look up your name. They don't give a shit just as long as you don't have a criminal record. You know what I mean? So it's like, what, what the fuck do you do? You're just in the, you're absolutely fucked. I've wondered about that. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just hoping that that that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to become a full-time YouTuber. Although I totally would. If, <laughs> if it was possible for me, I would be a full-time YouTuber right now. But I can tell you, <coughs> I actually like uh, having an excuse to get out of my fucking house. And work uh, is an excuse to get out of the house. I don't understand how these YouTubers do it. Like, look at fucking Jack's films, you know. Great guy, you know. Good guy. He's got an office and everything. He works from home, obviously, because he's been a YouTuber for, like, a fucking decade. How often does he leave his house besides to go to, like, parties? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do with yourself all the time? It must get fucking boring and lonely. You know, like, um, uh, right now I've been working for a pool company, and I've mentioned this. And that gives me an excuse to get out of the house the days that I do work, and I go and I interact with people, driving around, I'm doing things, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm, I'm doing shit. But then yesterday, I did not work, I instead stayed home, and spent the entire day basically doing YouTube-related stuff. You know, I was, I'm editing another video for, um, Dojangles on YouTube, you should check out her channel, she's got some good stuff, and I'm doing some editing for her. Um... Uh, so I was editing her video. I was editing a stream from my channel. I edited, edited a different video from my channel and recorded one. And I was just editing the entire fucking day. And I've pretty much been doing the same thing today. I've been editing all day. I, I uh, had a fucking dentist appointment, which kind of gave me a halt. And, you know, I need to get the podcast recorded to put this out on Saturday. And I don't have a video yet for Friday, so I need to get a video for Friday. So it's pretty fucking stressful. And I'm going to fucking South Carolina. We're leaving the house at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So there's no chance that I can do anything tomorrow morning. So I need to do it all fucking today. And I'm like, how the fuck would do, do YouTubers do this shit, man? At least when you have a job, you know, like a normal job, like, a, like an office job. Say you work like eight to five. You get there at eight and you leave at five. That's when the job ends. But when you're doing something like this, what I'm doing, I'm just fucking in a constant state of go, 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 go. Keep making the videos. Keep making the videos. People want to watch them. People want to watch them. I know people don't want to watch them, but I have to tell myself that to keep going. Um, I don't know, man. It's been fucked. Yesterday and today have been absolutely fucked for me. Those were some of the busiest days that I've had. I've just but it's funny because it doesn't feel busy because I've been sitting in my room at my computer, sedentary, editing, which is fucking boring as shit. So it doesn't feel busy as I'm doing this, but then I still got that fucking stress in the back of my head that's screaming at me to just keep going, just keep going, man, keep it going. <sighs> Speaking of which, I've been gone for about 43 minutes on this podcast and there is more that I have to do. I do have to make a video for Friday, which might just be doing a stream edit, but I just fucking don't feel like doing a stream edit. By the way, if anybody got to this point and you know um, how to edit uh, edit videos, I wouldn't mind every now and then having somebody just edit just my streams for me. 
because editing streams is like the most boring fucking thing and I really don't enjoy it at all. So if anybody out there knows how to edit, I will pay you to edit my streams. Um, just reach out to me. On my fucking honestly, my email is on my YouTube channel. If you go over to my info or about whatever it is on YouTube, you can get my email or you can ping me on the Discord or DM me on Twitter or Instagram, wherever, or leave a comment. I don't give a shit. Just reach out to me if you want to work for me and um, just edit my streams every now and then. It's not gonna, uh, it's not gonna be a huge amount of work. So you know, just for anybody that gets to this point, just let me know. Because I could really use some help with it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. This will probably be my last podcast ever. And I will see you all in hell.